Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Welcome to the show. If it! Hello there. We are chin chin. We're all, I mean, we might, we're going to talk about you're single and you're because you because you're putting yourself out there as a solo artist now i know you got a mm. gig that we're going to promote i love that song but we might as well just get right right into it because you had a big night last night yeah man yes it's still still sinking in still sinking in probably won't fully sink in until like next week or something but yeah we won the mercury prize and it's it's just so amazing i'm just so grateful we're so yeah. excited and we're so happy and proud of all of you guys and what you've achieved um, and I think, and I think, you know, sort of what it means for the community, you mm. know, um, yeah. How do you, how do you process that? Um, I mean, it's still processing at the moment, yeah. but you know, it's just it's such a beautiful achievement to see. Like, it's not just a win for just you know Ezra being the five people on stage. It's everyone that's put in, you know, the work behind it. Our management, our crew, you guys that have helped, you know, support us. You know, all the people that have, you know, given Ezra a chance, let us perform at these festivals, you know, given Jazz a chance. So it's basically just a big win for everyone that supported us along the way, our fans, everyone. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and I, I think probably everyone would like to hear a little bit about what you got up to last night. After the win, <laughs> there was talk of Krispy Kremes, there was talk of McDonald's, there were rumours of McDonald's. Yeah, One yeah. went down. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, after the Mercury's, there was a lot of celebrating going around, but... You know, at some point you need to refuel. So I ended up at you know tw- twenty four hours McDonald's, King's Cross, keeping it simple. Ten a.m. I think I think some of the Enfield boys might, might have gone to Krispy Kremes. You know, I don't know, but yeah, man, you got to refuel after a big night like Cover that. Cover all those food groups. Yeah. yeah. Was that was that your first time in like a TV award type place situation? Because yeah. it is it is di- a bit weird. Isn't yeah, it? it's different. It's different. I think this is my first. Yeah, this is my first like awards ceremony. Definitely something like that. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. But, you know, the Mercury's is a nice one because it's like everyone just, everyone, it's not like a, okay, it's this category, this category, this category. It's just mm. one award that everyone's been celebrated for. So there's kind of a feeling between all the nominees. It's like just being grateful to be here. You know, you see, you know, friends in the crowd like Ray, Loyal Connor, mm. you know, it's just lovely to see everyone there. So it's just, that was a quite a nice one to start off with, you know what I mean? And I don't know if you've um, uh, watched the uh, the broadcast back yet, but I've watched, when, I watched parts. <laughs> okay, so when you when you won and Femi was making the speech, mm. all the other nominees were up on their feet. They were they were applauding. You know, they were with you guys. Yeah, you know? and that's that's heartening to see. And I think that's that's back to what I was, I was trying to say at the beginning was like this is a win for good music and it's, supporting yeah. artists. And it's not like it's not an ego trip here. We're all working together. Yeah, that's, I mean? that was the beautiful thing. Like, whether we won or not, we would have been happy to see any of the other nominees win. But the fact that, you know, they're so happy to see us win, and I know that's genuine. It's not even mm-hmm. like an act. It's like, that's why the Mercury is, um, other than other uh, awards, is so special because mm-hmm. I feel it has that sense of just everyone's, everyone, everyone's on the same page, man. And it's, it's a beautiful yeah. thing to be part of. 
Have you got any idea what your thoughts about prize money, like what you're going to do with it yet? <laughs> uh, I mean, Las Vegas is nice. I mean, yeah. Is it? UK is hot right now, but it won't stay hot for very long. But um, uh, to be fair, I don't have any plans for it yet, but I, sh- I should be sensible with the money. Let's, let's play it that you way. You will be, you will be, you will be. Yeah. Actually, something, so first of all, big up to all five of you. I mean, like the musicianship and the, I, I do actually really love this album. And yeah. um, I'm wondering, because I, I feel like I know Femi the most, not just because he's an outgoing person. I've yeah, got to yeah. spend a little bit of time with him. I, any, I've got a rule in my personal life. Anybody that I sit next to on a plane for more than one hour, I'm, I'm fr- either friends or enemy with, right? <laughs> and so, so me and Femi are friends. Fair enough. I'm wondering, like, the mood in the Ezra dressing room now, Ezra dressing room now is it like, all right, we could just keep being ourselves and do what we're doing, or is it, is it like, okay... Are you shouting at the manager? Call Beyonce now. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is it like, is it like, dig in? Like, now is the time. Call the limousine. We're going large. Well, you know what? Uh, it's just like we had. So I feel like it, you know, between the five of us, it's it always be the same, man. We're just the same boys that you know we always have been. But at the same time, yesterday's price is not today's price. So yeah. you know, <laughs> 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 yesterday in the party. So you know, we didn't win the award for nothing. So yeah, no, nah, we yeah. never. I think. I think the thing is. The main to be serious about it to maintain who we are as people and that will always stay the same but at the same time it's a big opportunity there's a lot of mm. things to be gained from it so to use that to just you know push it out further mm. than we have before so yeah i had one more follow-up on that but because as i understand you're the last one in right yeah yeah, yeah. so Need when you when you're joining this band i imagine you know femi and the guys before that mm-hmm. did you have because as somebody who plays trumpet, who gets a lot of work, like you're working a lot of bands, yeah. getting a lot of calls, when you're asked to join a band that's being led by Femi, like, w- were you thinking about the possibilities of the future and like joining a family like that, or were you thinking of it as like, okay, I'm just gonna do this gig and see how it goes? You know, yeah, I don't think I thought too far in the future about it. It was more just about you know, I I've known Femi since I was like 14 uh, through Connecticut. So it was just like, yeah, you know, these guys are on the same page as me. I like their music. You know, we're into the same kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot of things in common. It makes sense. It's a great opportunity. Just go for it, you know. And then, lo and behold, here we are, here we are today. Nice one. So. Oh, man. I mean, you guys have grafted so much. You you, you really deserve it. And there's, um, I mean, the, the recent record, obviously, it's you've developed a reputation for these collabs on the record, and mm. there's you know they're, they're some of the some of the tunes that have have uh, blown up the most. Is there anyone that you would like to collab with, like Ooh. in terms of heroes or someone uh, you'd like to make a sneaky call to to be like, let's I jump mean, on a track? If Kano is listening, you know we, I love <laughs> yeah. that feature. Yeah, but, yeah, Kano, yeah. Kano is like one of my favorite artists. Not even in UK, just you know he's such a great artist in every sense of the word you know he just his his vision the way he delivers mm. his message it's just it's it's amazing man so if we ever got that feature yeah i'll probably cry man it'll be amazing it's a good time to reach out i yeah. feel <laughs> Get uh, <them> DMs. <laughs> so i could speak to you about what last night was like all day but mm. i think we're here to speak about you uh i love that track at what point um, in the last year or two or three or four, we like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be putting out some of my own music, and I want to play another one of your tracks uh, after this. Yeah, so so we recorded the whole um, EP um, in January 2021. So this was still like a bit COVID times. It was still a bit uncertain what's going on, but the restrictions had like lifted a little bit, so we we're able to get into the studio and record some stuff. 
Um, so it was just like music that I'd been writing and, you know, just wanted to get my own sound out there. And it's just, I'm just fortunate to have like some of my friends who are amazing musicians like Matali Chashi, Deshanel Gordon, Zoe Pascal, Moses, Olukaide, all these guys on the record. And it's just like, yeah, it's just basically just putting a piece of myself out there. The EP is called Stay True. And it's basically just about, you know, the power in that there's no other version of you in this world there's only one version of you so use that to your strengths don't try and be someone else just be authentic to who you are so yeah This is The Thread on Soho Radio. You heard a track called Standing Here by Ife Ogunjobi and Ife's here with us. Uh, winner of the Mercury Music Prize last night with Ezra Collective. We're beyond delighted for the guys. And uh, yeah, I'd just like to ask a little bit about um, your your live playing. You've got a tour coming up, right? Um, we've got... Or some dates? Yeah, we've got a couple of dates coming up. So mm. we've got... Um, the main one that's coming up is 12th of November at uh, Omira. Omira, yeah. Yeah, as part of the London Jazz Festival. So that's going nice. to be fun. Tickets are tickets are going for that already. Yeah, so, of course. So make sure you grab your tickets soon, but it's going to be a fun one. going to bring a lot of lot of fun. I don't want to say too much at the moment, but it's going yeah. to be a fun one that we'll enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And shout out the core band, which is Mutale. So yeah, Mutale Chashi on bass. Yeah. Deshino Gordon on keys. Mm. Zoe Pascal on drums. Moses Olukayade on the talking drum, and then Richie Severite and Nathan Mills on vocals on the record as well. Amazing. And is there more recorded music to come? Um, yeah, so the EP is coming out next Thursday, Thursday the 14th of September. Congratulations. Um, thank you, yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, and then, yeah, I've got some, hopefully after that, you know, some other stuff coming out soon um, to follow, maybe maybe next early next year. So, yeah, yeah keep an eye out for that. Exciting stuff. You have brought a couple of tracks along with you yeah um and you uh, do all, do all great trumpeters think alike because you brought Hebo <laughs> taylor and and the the crazy memory selective memory i might add of of nick lewis you said you you brought this Ebo taylor track and with it before he even finished nick nick was like oh yeah sheila brought that track <laughs> so why why Ebo taylor is Ebo taylor a big influence of yours oh uh, yeah man you know all that the as well as like the Nigerian side of Afrobeat, the Ghanaian side of um, of like high life music and all that stuff is amazing, man. And this track is just on this this whole record is amazing, but this track stuck out to me, man. Just the way it enters in, like there's no there's no there's no messing around. They're straight into the action. So yeah, it's a great track. track called Mizzen by Ebo Taylor and um, they're chosen by Ife and uh, I just wanted to ask about Nigeria actually um, yeah. Ezra Collective uh, at least three out of the five uh, members of the band are Nigerian 
Mm. Yep. Um, and I've noticed, obviously working at a venue uh, in North London, since I've started there, I've noticed this huge wave of Afrobeats, high life, jazz music coming out. I'm getting called, if I'm honest, I'm getting called from someone in Lagos every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going, I've got this artist and I go, Amazing. And I looked them up and they got 24 million followers or something crazy. You That's know? Um, you know, and I mean, since we've opened, we've had Avong Jaya and Thames mm. and uh, Davido and One Day Cole and like the list goes on and oh, they're all you... selling out. And it's, it's amazing to see. And I just, I, I wanted to ask from someone who's Nigerian, where has this come from? Is it, is it, is it always been there and just people haven't taken notice? Is this a new wave? What, what's what's it all about um i mean i mean part of it is it's to each is their own with this kind of thing but my my opinion on it is just like you know nigerian music with like same thing with all, so many music so many different places around the world nigerian music is just rocking man like and it's so diverse as well yeah like, right. you've got afro beat afro yes. beats huge difference you know, uh, <laughs> yeah very big different <laughs> more difference. than a letter yeah yeah, yeah literally literally <laughs> um you got you know fuji music apala music yeah. you know high life music there's so much different types of music so it's just like you know when it gets when all it takes is like a little seed and then once yeah. that seed is planted you know it explodes so then you've got terms who i, I consider someone that's like you know mixing r&b with afro yeah. beats you know yeah. but then you know one day cole or davido is more straight just afro beats yeah so there's so much diversity then you've got someone like obong jaya who's taking like from in my opinion is taking experience from like fella but like mixing yeah. it with some other like you know british experiences and mm. other influences yeah so it's so diverse and it's just like that's why it's so beautiful to just see it being you know you know Put on this platform and it's just like yeah everyone's enjoying it because i think the main thing in my opinion the main thing that's great about afrobeat is it's the rhythm you know yeah like the melodies and everything is beautiful as well but it's the rhythm and it's just infectious mm. you can't mm. help but dance and that's what i think catches people without using trying so yeah totally right i forgot to even mention in fact uh we had cavemen and that's yeah. one of the best yeah. shows i've ever seen unbelievable act yeah. go and check them out if you're listening and you've not heard cavemen they are um, they're, they're they're absolutely rocking it and are you connected with Wizkid as well you play yeah so i play right? i play with i've been playing with Wiz. uh when does i play with Wiz? it'll be coming up to a year now yeah um so i was on his last um record uh more love less ego um, and then I've been playing with him for the past year. So yeah, Wiz is just amazing, man. That was a full circle moment for me, really. I mean, full circle is the way of, of saying it because, you know, you're talking about an artist who sold out a stadium this mm. summer. It's crazy. And actually, man. he wasn't the only one. There's yep. Burner Boy Burner as well. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So two African artists for the first time selling out a stadium. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, that is say no more right it's it's honestly i've had the privilege to play with them both and i'm work with them both on records as well and it's just you know it's beautiful to see because you know Wizkid is someone that i've listened to since i was growing up i remember mm. listening to him when i was really young in the barbershop they were playing a Wizkid tune called don't doll and i was like yo dad what's, what song is this and he was like oh it's Wizkid." And i was like cool next thing you know you know I'm, i remember yeah. i got a call to be in the studio with him i walked into the room but i didn't know it was a Wizkid session so i walked hmm. in and I was just like, oh, hello, hello. And I had actually shaken his hand and sat down, but I didn't realise it was him. Then I, I was getting my trumpet out. I looked up and I was like, wow, that's Wizkid. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> then I was about to calm myself down and I was like, okay, let me go in the booth and record what I need to do. But yeah, it's, it's just amazing to have like, worked with all these artists, but also just to see them finally getting their sham because they make yeah. such great music, man. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Well, long may it continue because the diversity is incredible in the sounds from, like we've just been saying, from Obong Jaya to Cavemen to... 
was good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. This it's in- um this is a fairly naive question, but I was actually wondering um, because Nigeria is a massive country, and mm. like you said, there's all these different genres, and this is probably like there's different taste of genres within just sections of Nigeria, yeah. right? But like with black and Amer- with black American music, you can really clock when somebody's grown up in the in the gospel tradition. Mm. And I'm wondering if there's a similar thing with uh, Nigerian music where you can clock like, oh, they've grown up in in this tradition of spirituality, mm. or, or, or oh, they, they they learned in the church. Like, because for me, like when you listen to Corey Henry yeah. or you listen to certain yeah. R and B music, like, oh, that straight gospel. Yeah, 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 you know they, where he's coming from. Yeah, it does. Do, is that existent? Yeah, there? I mean, um, yeah, I guess so because you know with, with Nigerian music, you know there's a lot of people you know coming out of like the there's like a nigerian nigerian gospel kind of same background you know growing up in that kind of uh realm but then you know there's the whole um fuji type of music you know with talking drums and everything and it's a different kind mm. of thing so someone like um ashake is coming kind of from that background yeah. or uh, from what i've seen at least so you know there's different little like sectors of like um different genres of music within the whole culture of Afrobeat, Afrobeats, Nigerian music, you know what I mean? So there's there's different sounds to get stuck into. So yeah. It is is Fela Kuti as enormous as I assume. As enormous as you assume. Probably bigger. Yeah. Like I remember my mom was describing I remember when I was younger, my mom was describing to me him as like the Michael Jackson of Nigeria. Yeah. Like mm. honestly, but and it's like, you know, Burner and Wiz have taken influence. Everyone's taken influence from Fela. And it's just is his music is timeless, and he's like mm. he's made he like he's he's the James Brown of Nigeria. He's he's just the king of yeah, of Nigerian yeah. music, man. So yeah, it's 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 it always it always comes back to him at some point. Shout out, fella Cootie. Let's hear some more music. Uh, where are we gonna go next? You've chosen a few. Which one do you want to go for? I reckon let's go for Stimela. Uh, okay, Hugh that's Masekela. Hugh Masekela. Yeah, why why this one? So I picked this song because Hugh Masekela was the reason I actually started playing trumpet. Mm. Um, oh. So when I was around 10, um, I watched a concert of his. I believe it was at the Royal Festival Hall, but I need to double check yeah. that. But um, it was like my first time seeing trumpet, and I was like, whoa, this is cool. There was like yeah. a different energy from this instrument. And then I was like, mom, I want to start playing trumpet. And I've been terrorizing my neighbors ever since. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> sims with no mercy there another choice by ife uh why little sims ife little sims just because she's one of the hardest in the uk man that track is wicked and the whole record is wicked and the record before that is wicked Mm. um and i just love her vibe love her energy and she's so unapologetic with how she is and how she delivers her music so that's something I try and carry with myself as well. Fellow Mercury Award winning artist. Uh, yeah, that too as well. She's won the Mercury the year before. We won it this year, man. So, yeah, it's nice to be in that same bracket. Um, with, I'm, I'm sort of starting at the end with a question I probably should have started with. Um, but uh, trumpet, mm. your approach to it, uh, your big guys on the instrument. Talk to me a little bit about how you came to the trumpet and yeah your influences yeah so the trumpet i started playing trumpet when i was around 10 years old 
So before that, I'd only been doing like music lessons. I'd been playing piano and stuff. But when I was 10, I watched a performance by Hugh Masakela, um, I think at the Royal Festival Hall um, in the South Bank Centre. And when I saw when I saw it, the performance live, I was just captivated by the sound of the trumpet and its energy. Mm. I think the energy of it was specifically what got me because it's kind of more, it's, it, it's, it sticks out more than any other instrument. Yeah. Um, so then from then I was like, mom, I want to learn the trumpet. So then she's like, all right, got me a trumpet, blah, blah, blah. And then lo and behold, here we are, man. Um, but growing up, I was into a lot of like Louis Armstrong records, a lot of Freddie Hubbard, a lot of Winter Marsalis, Clifford Brown, man. Those those were like the main guys I checked mm. out when I was younger. Mm. And Connecticut played a part, right? In oh, your yeah, upbringing. Man. Connecticut, I started going there first year in 2014. And the thing about Connecticut... Wait, 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 stop. Why, why don't you... For <laughs> people that listening that don't know what Connecticut is, why don't okay. you give it a bit of, bit of background about what Connecticut is? So Connecticut Blocker is like a summer school based in the South Bank Centre. It operates basically... The main part of it is two weeks in the summer. It's like a summer school, basically. Um, and it basically teaches you... Um, you can either pick horns to play, um, drums or steel pans or dance. And it's basically a carnival band. So, you know, you'll get a bunch, an army of like 100, 200 kids going around the South Bank Centre, parading down, learning music all by ear, or all by ear, all reading the music and then memorising it and then doing performance at the end of two weeks in the in the Royal Festival Hall. Um, and this is music, not just, and it's such a broad uh, range of music, everything from Afrobeat to reggae to calypso to soca to grime to anything. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that already, that um, experience made me so so tuned in to like be open to so many different types of music you know i wanted to get draw things from different kinds of music all the time so yeah that's something that really really played a big part in like my growth when i was younger so yeah man and yeah taking it back to last night you know your your win was a win for organizations like that as yeah. well because without them you yeah. know that, that that's not happening and actually i've just i just remembered back in june being in a field watching your set uh, <laughs> On the West Holt stage. I think I remember which field, which field this was. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you remember it well. It was a hot day. It was a very hot day. The sun was shining. Um, and you did one of those typically pure class Ezra things and you bought out probably about 30 students. Is that about right? Yeah. I From Connecticut Blocko. Yeah. How did that come about? Oh, man. It was just like, it was a full circle moment again because, you know, I met Femi in Connecticut and it's just like, we, the reason why Ezra performs the way we do while we're jumping around on stage like maniacs and some say Ezra's becoming an extreme sport now rather than a geek <laughs> is that, you know, um, Kaneka, you know, from early we were taught, you know, when you're performing, it's a performance. It's not just about the music. You got to perform, you got to dance, enjoy oh. yourself, mm -hmm. you know. So we always bring that energy on stage. And, yeah. you know, the opportunities that Kaneka gave us to perform at Northern Hill Carnival, to perform, you know, um, at Bestival, to perform at all these different places, you know, it only feel right to give that back to the kids now. So when we get in positions like we can play at Glastonbury and we're able to bring these kids there, give them the opportunity, let them understand and experience these kind of things. So, you know, hopefully they can go on and do their own thing with it like we were able to. What an absolutely invaluable experience for these kids to say that they played the West Holt stage at seven o'clock on a Saturday or whenever yeah. it was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's Big crazy. ups. Were you at Notting Hill Carnival this year? I was. <laughs> where, where were you? Oh, everywhere. I, I wasn't even in the in the place. My mind was somewhere else. I think the rum had taken me by then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on the Monday, man. I think this is possibly my top two carnivals. I had, I had a really good time, man. It was an amazing year. Shout out to everybody. There's all two million of us that were at Notting Hill Carnival. <laughs> we, uh, the Love Music Hit Racism float smashed it. Yeah. We made TV. Uh, I Notting Hill Carnival. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this. 
maybe it's a hot take. It, biggest cultural event the UK has to offer. 100%. There's, not even, there's nothing anything that even compares. You're full it, of hot takes, Alex. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, somebody might say, okay, but what about Glastonbury? I was like, yeah, but Glastonbury's a music festival. Yeah. Right, that's different. Not Hill Carnival. If you're listening and you haven't been, come next year. Come. It is one. It is the one. It is the biggest cultural event the UK has to offer, 100%. And on that... <laughs> yeah, I mean, where do you go from there? <laughs> yeah. So come next year. Uh, we're going to... We're going to end with a tune of yours. If there's time, we'll do two. But um, should we do the thank yous? I'm looking at the clock. Yeah. It's not our friend. Thank you, Esmeralda, for steering the ship, making us sound all right. Thank you, Soho Radio. Thank you, Nick Lewis. Thank Thanks, you, Alife. Thank, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. What thank else? you to Ezra Collective for winning the Mercury New Music Prize. We've got EZ, EZ to the world all the time. Man. <laughs> EZ to the world. Yeah. Shout out Krispy Kremes. Yeah, shout out Krispy Kremes McDonald's and shout out So Heredia and you guys for supporting us and we wouldn't have won it without you guys and your support. So we appreciate you guys. I wouldn't have guessed that you were going to pick Mary J. Blige with Roy Ayers to finish the day. Yeah, it's a bit so. of a weird one, but it's, it's a wicked track, trust you. <laughs>